Ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between, do not adjust your dial. I am Arizona Verse, and this is A Different State of Black. Podcast experience featuring hip-hop, current events, and enlightenment, all from the mind of a black introvert from South Phoenix. May never have all the answers, but you're welcome to come on this journey with me as I attempt to uncover as many as I can. There's some rules to this game that we call life that we must never forget. Know thyself. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Dharma is the law of the land. Karma is the law of the soul. And do what thy wilt, and that shall be the whole of the law. Now support the show by donating through Patreon at patreon.com slash a different state of black. Every dollar goes directly to the show, helps us to continue to grow, continue to progress, continue to move forward. Uh, make sure that you follow me on my main source of social media fuckery, which is Tumblr. And you can find my blog at a different state of Also fuss with me over on Instagram and Twitter at Arizonaverse. And make sure you subscribe to this blog. On Tumblr at uh, at headsob.tumblr.com. That is a d s o b dot And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm back and rolling solo dolo for this edition of the podcast. Um, just as time progress, we get older. It's harder and harder to line shit up, and um, yeah. Me and Popo's schedules are just kind of all over the fucking place, and uh, it's kind of hard to link up on a weekly basis like we had been doing. So, uh, fucking, I'm going to come to y'all solo dolo, and it's a different state of black shit, and uh, let me know what y'all think. Bang, bang. Now, a uh, quick update on me for anybody who's been following the I'm Black, He's Mexican podcast. Um, been having some health issues since last December, and um, either the doctors can't figure out what's going on, or they, they, they're trying to trying to get your boy institutionalized or uh, committed or something they're trying to put your boy in a straight jacket I don't, I don't i don't quite know but uh the latest uh results i had a uh trip to the er room actually a few nights ago um wednesday or thursday night to be exact can't quite remember and uh so far the latest update seems to be them battling some type of ibs irritable bull bowel syndrome and uh one of the major issues i'm running into with it is that it's completely fucking dehydrating me and um it seems when i'm completely dehydrated this is uh starting to attack the organs the livers and all the other shit which is uh causing my body to uh fall the fuck apart so um your boy's sitting here as a podcast with you i got a gallon of water to the right i got a cup full of disgusting ass pedialyte but i'm gonna try to drink it because it's supposed to give you those minerals that uh supposed to get you back hydrated so uh we'll see how this shit goes um i have a follow-up with the gastro doctor this upcoming friday and um i don't know Figure something out, man. Like I said, this is month 10. This all started December 27th of last year. For anybody who missed all the confusion, everything that happened, they had your boy thinking he was bipolar for a minute. And uh, you can go back and check uh, some of the um, I'm Black, He's Mexican podcast episodes from uh, earlier 2016 back. Uh, I think it was like episode 79 is around when we started talking about it. But um, we're going to make it. We're going to figure it out somehow some way by hook or by crook but um on to bigger and better better things yo so this weekend um since i've been down with health issues and trying to get back on my uh my one two shit um 
I've actually had a chance to sit down and binge watch a Netflix show. There's been a thousand different Netflix series that have come out. Every time they come out, they drop, I guess, on like a Friday or something. Normally by that Sunday night, I'm seeing memes of uh, fucking, what was, uh, what was Dave Chappelle's crackhead character? It wasn't Tyrone Biggums, no. Uh, the crackhead um with the with the dry lips i see them oh man y'all get any more of them episodes over there um it looks like i'm gonna be that way on this uh luke cage shit as i'm um halfway through the series and um i gotta say this is a dope series man i uh never got caught up in any of the superhero shows and honestly to be honest going back in time i never really was a big comic book person um i did read like x-man i was big real big on x-man back in the day um fuck with spider-man heavy but thinking back i can't remember ever having like a spider-man comic book but i say all that to say that i don't know any of these people's uh origin stories a lot of these superheroes i'm learning about for the first time i would actually credit um the android game what is it marvel future fight for the reason why i know so many different superhero names because uh with every new update they got some new characters coming out i'm like oh who the fuck is this moon knight dude yo wicked yo who the fuck is songbird with these pink wings yo and so uh just been learning about uh, these uh new people and so i don't know any of these background stories i don't know none of this shit so all this is brand new and fresh to me and so i don't know if it's uh following the exact story of the comic books i really don't give a shit because um i'm just enjoying it and uh one thing i've noticed though with this luke cage series after i get um after I get done with it, I guess I'm going to have to go back and watch Daredevil and what's the other one? Jessica Jones, because I think Luke Cage, and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, is part of the Jessica Jones series. And then um, a character popped up in the middle of this Luke Cage series, and she was talking about the Daredevil. So I'm assuming all three of these series kind of all tie together. Maybe some type of group. I think there's uh, something called like the Defenders or something like that. I, I, I don't quite know all these things, but. Uh, um, but yeah, um, seems like, yeah, they're all intertwined, but, um, digging Luke Cage, man, it's, uh, 2016 with everything that's happening in the world. It's, uh, fantastic to see a fucking bulletproof, uh, black man. Cause, uh, I think we need that right now. Dig that. Now moving on to, uh, more fuckery in life. I think it's about that time for a, Yes, indeedy. Now, uh, a man was suspected in a domestic dispute, but it turns out he was actually yelling at the debate. Yes, sir. A Wisconsin man was investigated for a suspected domestic dispute, but turns out he was actually prepping for Donald Trump's visit by watching the first debate. Uh, The Wakusha Freeman reports neighbors were concerned that he and another person were engaged in an altercation, uh, prompting a call to police. When police arrived, they discovered the man was yelling profanities about Clinton so loud that it could be heard throughout the building where other tenants thought there was a domestic altercation occurring the newspaper said the police advised him of his noise level um and apparently trump was in town at some expo center um later on that night but uh why am i not surprised that a trump supporter was uh so loud and i don't even know the other word just fucking ignorant as you will uh just so angry at clinton and this whole election thing has just been a mess. I actually, I didn't watch the 
I didn't watch the debate last Monday because I was watching Monday Night Raw. I don't care too much for the debate. I know that this is, you know, a critical time in our life as, you know, these people are trying to become president of the United States. I know all that, but um, I don't need to watch the debate. I already know Trump doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Uh, Hillary Clinton has a thousand talking points that she has worked on since she lost to Obama. Um it's just, it's a big game. You know, we're not really going anywhere with this. And I don't know how I, how I see this presidential election, because to be just in all complete honesty, we got two fucking clowns up there running for president. This is a reality show. If I've ever seen, if, if the aliens were to land on earth today, and be like, yo, what the fuck is going on with this election process? They they would definitely they would definitely zap us. They would bring out the death ray and they'd get rid of all of us because they'd be like, yo, this is a fucking circus that you guys got. And this is these are going to be the leaders of the free world, the leaders of this solar system, if you will. Nah, nah. But um, so yeah, I just I felt no re- reason to watch the the debates because Trump isn't going to give us any policies. No one's going to pressure him. Like I would love to see a situation where Trump says some bullshit or someone asks him a policy question and instead of letting him talk over shit and just keep changing the subject. I would love to see them just halt the show for like five to 10 minutes. No, we're not moving forward until you can answer these policy questions. Oh, you're going to make so-and-so pay for this. You're going to, you're going to build this wall. You're going to do this. Well, how? And if plan A doesn't work, what's your plan B? If plan A and plan B doesn't work, what's your plan C? And what if you, you know, you're, hey, these Chinese people, they're going to do this and they're going to give us this in Mexico. They're going to go ahead and they're going to build this wall. They're going to do that. Well, what if they don't? What are you going to do? Are you going to, are you, are you going to, are you going to nuke them? What are you going to do? What is, what is your contingent plan for if your first shit doesn't work? There is no plans. And then uh, the situation with Hillary, like Hillary has some of her uh, talking points together, but, um, um, I don't see any change coming. I, I see us being kind of at the same point. And so I'm honestly at this point, I even though this can be considered a wasted vo- vote, if you will, um, I think I'm voting for Jill Stein. I think that's who I'm voting for. There's really no way uh, we really live in a two-party system. And not in the sense of, uh, oh, conspiracy, Illuminati, you know, they give you two sides of the same coin. That's the only thing you can pick from. No, it's just mainstream media is only going to show two of these candidates or mainstream media is only going to give two of these candidates enough time to, I don't know, gain a following or for people to fully gauge what they're talking about. Like you got the boy Gary Johnson, who um, I've heard about because, you know, I've been following this whole situation. But I know a lot of the mainstream casual people don't know much about him, but um, he fucked up on not knowing some foreign leaders names. And I get it because that's important. If you're going to be a president, you need to know, like, who's the president of these other countries out here? Can can you answer that? But um, I say all that to say that, yeah, they're not going to give him actual time on TV they're going to show every time he fucks up and same thing with Jill Stein anytime she messes up they're going to show you oh yeah don't waste waste your vote on that you need to work with these two parties right here because they're here to help um Bono this shit is crazy man and I do genuinely to worst case scenario um Trump in my eyes can be the antichrist similar to the way the Republicans felt Obama was antichrist nah 
thinking it might be Trump. Hey, for all we know, it could be Clinton because isn't part of the whole anti or part of the Antichrist thing is when they come in power, it's a name. It's the like the name of someone who's already been in power or some shit like that. I don't know. Take out your Bibles, read it. Tell me what y'all think. But um, I think this whole debate and uh, the idiot fucking yelling at the TV because Clinton can't hear you i think all that deserves a great big yes indeed now uh moving on to other what the fuck news yo shouts out to this motherfucking oldest og in the hood um this 102 year old st louis woman can check off arrest off of her bucket list as um yeah she was recently arrested uh, as the police cruiser pulled up to five-star senior citizen in South St. Louis, it wasn't public enemy number one inside, but number 102. That was a corny-ass joke, Fox 2 now, but I had to read that because I didn't know that was going to be a joke. I thought you guys were going to give me some actual facts in the rest of that paragraph. But anyway, um, they asked her, did you enjoy your ride this morning? Uh, and she says, oh, yes, handcuffs and all, as uh, Edie Sims, who's 102 years old, um, joke. She says, uh, these types of events and Miss Sims help us do that. And we're more than happy to do these types of things. We love it and we get more out of it than the seniors do. Uh, this little old lady from South County fulfilled a backseat bucket list, uh, in her 102 years, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, she had never set foot in the back of a police car until today. Uh, Friday morning, she was dispensing pearls of wisdom and free pairs of socks and scarves. Uh, keep it going. Don't ever stop. Whatever it is you're doing and spend some time doing community service. Sometimes the person you reach out and touch is the only person that they will talk to in a day. Uh, community service is something the senior citizen is all about. Last year, she sold a whole bunch of handmade items. Um yeah, I don't really care about all that. But uh yeah, she for whatever reason I'm trying to find out why the fuck did she want to get arrested? Like this is see this <laughs> see, this is white privilege in a nutshell. We as African Americans are living this life living this existence in America of trying our hardest not to get pulled over and stopped by the cops because as you see in the news this shit might not end well while meanwhile you have this 102 year old woman who's like oh well I think that would be just a blast if I could just go ahead and get arrested one time so I could just scratch that off my bucket list that's some white privilege ass shit no black person ever wants to get arrested because it doesn't end well for us. Either either we're going to get shot on the fucking scene or we're going to uh, get a fucking public defender that's not going to try to defend us and they're going to throw us in jail or they're going to uh, plant some shit on you. Like, I could just imagine if this was a 102-year-old black man who was like, oh, yeah, I want to scratch this off my bucket list. And then they're doing the the ride down the street and they'll be like, oh, wait. And then it's like they, they toss a gun in the backseat. Oh, my God, Mr. 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 Freeman has a gun. Shoot him. He's dangerous. I, I don't know. I just I don't see this happening well for black people. But um, a big what the fuck to some uh, two year old woman who uh, wanted to ride non dirty or I don't I don't know. I really don't understand the point of any of that. So uh, moving on, yo, and some sad <gasps> what the fuck news. Did y'all hear that Denzel Washington is taking a plea deal? And the strangling of Aretha Franklin. What the, fuck? what the fuck? Yes, I did say that correctly. You guys may not have heard this story, 
But Denzel Washington is taking a plea deal for strangling Aretha Franklin. And that's because a Manhattan man named Denzel Washington just so happened to strangle his mother, whose name just so happens to be Aretha Franklin. Uh, The altercation happened inside the mom's apartment in a doorman building on West 93rd Street, according to the Manhattan criminal uh, complaint. I am informed by Aretha Franklin that she observed the defendant place his hands around her neck and apply pressure, thereby causing redness, bruising, and substantial pain to a neck. The American Gangsta Star namesake copped a plea to harassment as a violation and was sentenced to a conditional discharge and an anger management program. The victim, 52, does not appear to be related to her sole legend namesake, who has won a bunch of Grammy Awards, but... uh. Holy hot damn. If see, and this 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 just goes back to my theory of uh simulation theory that we're living inside of a computer program that's just uh has a virus or is just slowly starting to eat itself because this is some ridiculous shit. Now, um what the fuck? What the fuck? That's that's kinda all I have to say to that. A big what the fuck? I'm at loss. <laughs> Now, moving on to hip-hop news, there's a war going on outside no man is safe from. Uh, This game, Meek Mill Beef, what started off as game calling out Sean Kingston and Meek Mill on some robbery that supposedly got the game implicated, had some cops at his door, kind of sketchy, we're um, not quite getting all the receipts, all the paperwork back to... To, to validate all these claims, but this uh, beef is getting kind of out of hand. It's turning into what I would like to call hip-hop civil war. Um, now, for those who have been living under a rock and hasn't kept up with this whole uh, Meek Mill game situation, a quick recap of how we got to where we're at right now. Uh, game called out Meek Mill. Um, it was actually a while ago saying that uh, Meek Mill was a snitch. Um, saying he was going to beat his ass, et cetera, et cetera. Um, then Game dropped the scathing 92 bars off his fucking album uh, where he was spitting nothing but hot fire. Let me pull up these lyrics real quick. What, what did this nigga say about Meek exactly? Where's that? There's some bars at. Let me scroll down because when, when fucking Game goes at a nigga, Game goes at a nigga. Uh, what do you say? Where's the, where's the shit off? He says... Uh, yeah, um, bang that ratchet at Denny's and fly, fly herself back to Philly. She got a couple mil and she don't even know Meek ever since the nigga snitched on me. We just don't speak. See, that shit you got with Drake is like a slow leak. Blood will be dripping like Niagara if I poke Meek. Nikki won't get no sleep. I'm coming through at 4 a.m. for deep to leave his dead body on the soak sheets. It could happen low key. You better have Ross call me or you're going to be eye level with the roach feet. This ain't a diss, nigga. This is all lives matter except this niggas. God damn. Oh. That has to, shots out the game, give game a round of applause for what has to be the best bar, the hardest bar of 2016, all lives matter except this niggas, god damn. Now, um, game went on from there to uh, to IG, as uh, hip-hop beefs nowadays are known to do, they they 
head over, I guess, uh, Twitter fingers is an insult now. So now we got uh, IG fingers. Uh, you had the game posted a picture with Nicki Minaj. Uh, it was some photo shoot that they did. And uh, game posted, the last time Nicki held a real nigga. Hashtag seventh grade body having ass nigga. Everybody know you the wife nigga. If she take her followers back, you gonna be at a 100K hashtag snitch. Cheese rat hashtag rats will do anything for cheese. Hashtag weak mill. I actually like that name instead of meek mill. Weak mill. I don't know why that one didn't catch on. Maybe it went over some people's heads. But uh, anyway, from there, uh, meek mill chime back in this game had a photoshop picture of the game with the whole stripper thing we've been down that road a thousand times i think 50 and g unit ran that joke through the ground um then nets game says that meek mill snitched to the feds uh sean kingston came out said meek mill didn't say anything to him about the robbery uh meek came out had some more words for game let me see uh what he say he says uh, i don't want to be part of hip-hop no mo y'all niggas almost 40 posting memes talking about fighting you're hurting your own self with your fucked up resume fam a nigga that never did time or anything using the word rat lol character and tell the world what you talking about so we can look more like a character by the way i'm in my hood now keeping it true as usual i'm different and a whole bunch of yada yada yadas um game then when at sean kingston uh meek mill came back with the ooh remix featuring omelly and beanie siegel um I want to say these cats had a couple bars. Let me see. Let me see what these cats is talking about. The hottest, the hottest line on here. Um, where's my nigga? Is when the boy Beanie Siegel came in and said, one phone call. I'm in L.A. in three hours. Please don't make me come out of retirement. Oh, man, that shit was hard. But uh, Meek Mill came back with some bars. I can never lose. Chester checkers make a move. Dripping in them jewels like I just got out the pool. Skinny niggas sitting on that money like the Jews. Only time we make it to the TV is if it's the news. We was trying to make it out them trenches, you dig? Young niggas trapping out them benches, you dig? You gonna be a felon or a witness, you dig? All this money murdering is senseless. It is. Um, he says, uh, Shripper's turn. Oh, yeah, where is that? He said, I'm just pushing them buttons. Uh, They're going to leave them. Dirk checked you. Thug sunned you. Fifth dropped you. Mac won you. Shripper's turn to rappers. Look what we come to. You a faggot. My lady will never fuck you. G-A-M-E. Please don't tempt me. Four pound with the lemon squeeze like simply. Riding dirty, sipping on that eighth like pimp seed. Landed the Clearport truck, my Bentley. All that other stuff. Uh, oh, yeah. And then he also says, shout out to uh, YG, where my blood's at. Um, Calling, you know, I guess looking for a pass somewhere else in cali whatever uh and then game clapped back said he's going to studio record then uh game dropped a scathing disc pest control if y'all ain't listening to that record ain't watched that video what is your life about you need to pause this shit right now go check out that pest control video because that shit is banana son um then game went on to uh diss meek mill on a freestyle hot nine seven uh beanie siegel then uh appeared at the diddy's bad boy reunion show uh, it was a stopover in philly um, he said the real king of philly is back we're gonna get represented right i'm gonna make sure of it and uh siegel had uh claimed that he helped write um the ooh remits he said on tatstone podcast he didn't write omelly's first 
first verse. He said he wrote a good majority of the second verse. And then apparently while Meek Mill was in the um, in the booth, uh, uh, Beans was helping him with his lines, to which then Meek Mill's crew got Beanie Siegel jumped, uh, which is uh, kind of fucked up, man. Philly or Siegel, it's... Sad to see, like, you have uh, someone who's, like, a legend. Beanie Siegel's definitely first ballot Hall of Fame in his hip-hop shit. Um, Siegel survived. Uh, he had, I think somebody broke into his house or something, shot him up. He lost a lung. Uh, he's missing his pancreas, a whole bunch of shit. Like, Beanie Siegel's not 100%. I don't want to see Beanie out here fucking beefing and fighting with niggas. But uh, they jumped him. And uh, actually, shots out to the game's manager, Wack 100. He called out Meek Mill and his crew for allegedly getting Beanie Siegel knocked out in front of his wife and kids. And uh, we're going to go ahead and play that now. Yo, check this out. Y'all niggas went back there and put y'all hands on beans, my nigga. On Pawu and everything Pawu stands for. Beans ain't t- told me shit about nothing. Now, if you pay attention to where this problem come from, it all go back to your man Meek. That nigga Beans been carrying Philly on his back for 20 plus years. Y'all violate that man in front of his wife and his kids, my nigga. That nigga ain't told us nothing, my nigga. Whoever the fuck did that need to be dealt with, my nigga. 100, it's all love, my nigga. Philly represents the beat, nigga, but it's power rule, nigga. Y'all need to deal with that nigga meat till he get back in the booth, my nigga. Y'all did that to beans, what y'all doing with this other nigga, my nigga? Fix that. Mm. It's that yo shouts out to shouts out to the game and uh whack 100 these got to be the two gangsterous as duo of rapper slash manager that i've seen since fucking the death row days and even like suge suge was the type of cat that would get you shot up or uh, get some dudes to run up on you know whack 100 is the dude that's gonna run up and knock a nigga out so yo shouts out to whack 100 I ain't got nothing bad to say about that nigga because I don't want that nigga rolling through AZ fucking me up. Yo, I am just a podcaster. Now, um, what is crazy and uh, the reason why I call this a hip hop civil war is because what started off with a beef between the game and Meek Mill now has a bunch of other people involved uh, from the Meek Mill side. Of course, he got uh, O'Melly, who's his cousin. and He got some other Philly cats involved. Uh, Beanie Siegel, unfortunately, was a bystander getting knocked out. And... um. The situation with uh, WAC 100 actually got even deeper as um, now WAC 100 and the boy Mano um, got a got a beef popping off. And for anybody who doesn't know Mano now, Mano, um, even though ooh, I want to say I can't think of any if, if Mano has a hit. I apologize. I can't think of any Mano records off the top of my head. What I more so know Mano for is smacking niggas the fuck up. Mano's one of them real cats in the game, one of these real street dudes in the game. And um, <clears throat> the uh, situation um, got heated as a uh, Wax manager, or excuse me, Wax, who's games manager, accused the Brooklyn native of playing both sides of the fence in regards to both Meek and uh game and he sent a few unedited messages to Mano on social media we're back to ig thuggin um whack 100 said everybody come pay meek mill the respect he deserves Mano, uh when they figure out when they figure out you're playing both sides my nigga you're going to be in it you're going to be in it maybe it 
me being a, a, a nerd, I saw IT and I'm like, oh, he's Mano's about to be in information technology. What's going on? Uh, remember, it wasn't just me on the phone. It was me, you, and another nigga in a recording. I hope you're not running around playing like you was aggressive. I say this with no disrespect, all gangster shit. Me and you gonna run that fade soon as I touch back you way we know and I'm letting you know so they know you was a real nice and spoke against a Philly nigga having any say so I guess in NY I'll have my Brooklyn team line it up and I'll pull up no beef just a reckoning Ooh, now uh, Mano felt some kind of way of course um about his Brooklyn comrades uh, making the borough look bad when they voluntarily appeared in Game's Pest Control music video because Game didn't shoot in L.A. Um, he actually didn't shoot in Philly. I thought that was the initial word was that he went to Philly to shoot the Pest Control video, but he was actually in Brooklyn and uh, Baltimore and some other boroughs. And uh, basically, Mano just didn't like the fact that Brooklyn is now implicated in a beef between a Philly and a Compton nigga when Brooklyn got shit to do with what's going on with these uh this situation so uh yeah Mano had some words back and now them guys is ready to scrap uh shouts out to hip-hop's favorite punching bag from uh, a year or so ago uh Stitches is back in the situation as Stitches asked the game to finish their beef uh before going at Meek Mill this is for the games bitch ass before you start beef with 10 other people how about you finish the beef you have with me motherfucker I want to hear all white got you, all that shit. Yeah, he got a little sucker punch. I'll give it to him. But why don't you fight me like a real man? We'll show everybody what it is to be a real gangster. Because you start a beef with 10 other people, and this is what happens. When a bullet comes at you, you ain't going to know who it came from, pussy. I'm going to tell you something right now. don't matter who you are, me, you, anybody. Anybody could get touched. Even the president has been proven in the past years. You know what the fuck I'm talking about. You a straight bitch, all right? You looking for an excuse to get more followers. You know Meek ain't no motherfucking snitch. You a straight hoe-ass motherfucker. And you know you won't fight me, you little bitch. And when you ready, let me know. I'll come to your city, you little bitch-ass motherfucker. It's TMI gang fucker job. Shout out to the real ones out there who knows a real gangster. You ain't no gangster, little bitch. Meek know you a bitch. Everybody know you a bitch. The whole world know you a bitch. You ain't fighting nobody one-on-one. Yo, and your boy Stitches either really wants to shoot this fade with the game or he is really trying to get some tour tickets or some album sales going and something i don't know but uh i will say stitches did have one good point he had said how uh he was trying to, to fight the game back in the day and i remember uh game was saying that he wasn't gonna fight stitches because he's on probation and then now game is trying to fist fight meek mill who's also on probation which makes it sound like neither one of you niggas really want to catch that fade because y'all ain't trying to you we act tough on the records we got tough you know, in the videos on social media, but none of y'all niggas is trying to go before that judge and, you know, get in some trouble for this. And so I will say that Stitches had a minor point with saying that uh, the game, you know, never finishes beef over there with, uh, with stitches and then uh the coldest line i hate to i hate to even say that stitches had a coldest line but uh saying you know when you beef with 20, 10 niggas you you won't know where that bullet came from that is a hot line because as unfortunately we are getting to a situation where this beef is getting so out of control that if uh knock on wood if some bad shit were to happen where the fuck is it coming from because there's so many niggas beefing with each other now um so that shit is going on and then um the 
beef hasn't ended, hasn't gone anywhere. As uh, first the game um, came out, he was at a uh, some stop on his tour, and um, he was a little slizz, he was a little drizzed, and um, he said that he's beating that boy's ass. Everybody gonna see it on World Star on my mama. To which Meek Mill then responded that he's done with the internet talk and says, handle me on sight. <laughs> Because um, you know, Mrs. Hip Hop shit, man. When when MCs had to 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 battle and to rap to to hold they spot, you know, I miss them days. This is definitely you know a completely different world. Um, Shouts out to the uh, beef from earlier in the year when uh, Joe Button and Drizzy had their situation. Drinks uh, Drake. And actually, a lot of fans got the whole timeline misconstrued. They think Joe Budden was just throwing out disc records. And then uh, Drake came back with the, what is it, the no shopping. What a lot of people don't know is that no shopping verse uh, that Drake aimed at Joe Budden. That was actually the first song recorded. It just, he's on a major label. French Montana's on a, you know, major label. They had to go through you know, the political fucking corporate shit to get the record to come out as opposed to Joe Budden, who's uh, strictly independent. So Joe could drop some shit whenever he wants to drop some shit. So the timeline looked a little skewed to the fans that didn't know. But um, yeah, Drake came out with no shopping. Joe Budden responded four times. Drake said nothing. And you hip hop niggas let that shit pass. Y'all let this singing ass nigga go at Meek Mill 
even though he 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 did body Meek Mill, I won't take that away from him. But y'all 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 giving this this nigga too many passes. Drake was calling Meek pussy, all this wild shit. This old Degrassi, light skin Tyson ass nigga. Then you got a cat Joe Budden coming at him, and hip hop didn't say, "Hey man, come back with some bars." And then um, just the situation with the game and Meek, it was dope at first, you know, just some hot bars going back and forth. But if it's one thing we've learned, um, Meek Mill's pin game isn't that strong, and so I don't see uh, Meek coming with a response to pest control because what can he say? Meek can't drop no fire like that. So there's nothing that he can do. It's going to be another what? What was it? what was the record? Uh, they know, want to know, whatever that fucking weak ass Meek Mill Drake shit with the Undertaker sample. Maybe that's why I'm so salty because he sampled the Undertaker and it came with that hot garbage. But um, y'all want this shit to stay on wax, man. I don't want to see nobody fucking fight each other and all that because unfortunately we as African Americans were treated as a monolith. And so let's say this game Meek Mill uh, situation turns violent, somebody dies. Uh, Fox News is going to be the first people to be on TV and say, "Well, well, you guys can't get upset about uh, about cops killing you guys because look, you guys are killing each other." Even though white people commit crimes every single day, and that doesn't hold weight to other white people trying to move forward. That's just like if I were to be like, "Yo, Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump can't fucking run for president right now." You see how many white people is committing crimes? You know how many white people is in jail? We can't have a white president right now. It's that absurd. But for some reason, it's okay when it's done with black people. But I digress. That's a story for another situation. But um, yeah, this Meek Mill game situation isn't going away anytime soon. I hope it stays on Wats. I don't want to see anybody get hurt. I don't want to see anybody get fucking beat up you know uh, beans i hope beans falls back situation you know once again like i said beans ain't the healthiest cat right now and i'm not trying to take away from his gangsta i know that seagull seagull y'all mac bitch not your daddy mac bitch you got a crisscross scrap i ain't having that like mac is a real ass dude but um i just kind of overall that shit in hip-hop with all the fucking violent and it goes back to Tupac and Biggie we saw how this situation can possibly end and I don't want to see that happen again because unfortunately it's just another black eye on hip-hop it you know who cares you know if J. Cole and Kendrick and all these cats are making this amazing music if one thing happens wrong the entire world's gonna look oh look you guys had one bad thing happen in your community that means that you guys don't deserve equal rights so you know how the fuck shit go now, even though that hip hop segment was a little serious too, let's take it to some more serious news. Um, in the world, yo, another police shooting, another senseless police shooting in my eyes. Um, but uh, bully or excuse me, body cam footage came out showing police officers firing eighteen bullets at an SUV, which uh, killed a six-year-old autistic boy. God. Damn. Uh, footage of uh, Los Angeles police chase ended with the fatal shooting of a 16-year-old autistic boy has been released at the pre-trial hearing of two officers charged with his death. Uh, Jeremy Martis was in the passenger seat of a car driven by his father, which became involved in a police chase in the town of Marksville on November 3rd, 2015. Uh, Martis was killed and his father, Chris Fuse, uh, seriously wounded when police uh, pursuing the vehicle fired at least 18 shots at the SUV. Initial reports from local investigators suggest Suggested the boy's father was the subject of an outstanding police warrant. However, authorities have been unable to find any such warrants. Um, 
Now, the deputies, uh, let's see, Derek Stafford and Norris Greenhouse uh, face charges for second-degree murder over the killing of the young boy and attempted second-degree murder for wounding few who was unarmed. And uh, this just goes back because, like, even this kid is uh, a Caucasian kid. And, yes, still outraged, you know, uh, Black Lives Matter um, is about the protection of black lives and about giving a fuck about black lives since, you know, everyone else doesn't seem to give a fuck about black lives. And um, the all lives matter thing for people who have been living under a rock and don't understand why some black people get so upset when it becomes all lives matter is because all lives matter wasn't something anyone was saying until people started saying black lives matter. People started saying, hey, black lives matter. We're dying out here in these streets. And then people were like, fuck your black calls it's all lives matter well all lives have never mattered what are you talking about what about the syrian refugees uh you know what about the 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 veterans who come back from overseas and you know have you seen these va hospitals like no all lives does not fucking matter and right now the house of the black community if you will is on fire so that's what we need the attention on right now and um this this just goes back to and and not to say that the father doesn't uh Chris Few doesn't have any responsibility into this because he does have responsibility in this. Um you can't go on a police chase while you have your six year old child in the car. Um you can't do that. But also I just don't understand why the police the like the police seem like they're in a situation where they just they got to capture everybody and you just and they're just terrified and they're just shooting fucking everybody and maybe some change will come now that you know a white kid has gotten killed i don't know maybe it'll take one of these senators one of their sons to get fucking shot by the police before some change comes but um and just comes back to the police training. Something is wrong. You know, the the police out here in America seem horrified. And part of the reason why they seem like they're horrified out here is because there's so many guns, I think, in America that that cops show up at the scene of everything expecting someone to have a gun and expecting someone to shoot. Now we're seeing this a lot within the black community. They're just terrified. Oh my God, this big black man might shoot and kill me. And then in this situation, as I watch this, this fucking video and constant replay as this cop is shooting at this car is backing up. I understand this guy was running from the cops, but you don't fire 18 shots. Like why aren't we shooting at his tires? Like, from looking at this video, the guy's bagging up and they're shooting directly. They're shooting to kill. They're not shooting to blow out the tires. They're not they're not shooting to defuse or slow down the situation so they can arrest this guy. They're just trying to stop the situation. They're over chasing this guy and they just shoot him dead, shoot him dead. We're going to get away with it anyway. And hey, you know what? I wanted a fucking vacation anyway. Send me to my desk. Um but um, it'll be crazy. It will especially be crazy if uh, if all this comes down, if these guys, Derek and Norris, are um, thrown under the fucking jail for killing a six-year-old autistic kid. It'll add more to what black people are upset about. Like, just we're asking for equal 
as for equal rights like even if it's like black criminals committing crimes we're not asking oh man because they're black and because we went through slavery they should you should just like let the black people get away with anything you know we're saying give us our day in court you have a terrorist who could blow up some uh some trash cans or whatever the fuck the dude was blowing up and we could capture him peacefully you have uh the um what was it the james holmes or whatever his name was the batman killer who came in with assault rifles and all that and um they arrested him you got dylan roof you got just so many examples of violent motherfuckers shooting up shit and the cops are able to bring them in peacefully we're just asking to do that with everyone um and like just with this situation right here i can understand this guy was shooting at him and then the cops are shooting back and bam he's dead but just too many times it's coming back these people aren't shooting these people are unarmed and it just seems like the people are scared it's as as if we're living in a country right now where the cops are scared of everybody in the world that or you know every time they have a stop they're afraid that that person may have a gun so they're gonna shoot that motherfucker before that motherfucker has a chance to shoot at them and then you have a situation where the civilians are or certain civilians are so terrified that the cops are going to shoot them that they're acting um in a not so bright situation if you will it's just it's kind of like civilians and cops are showing up at these scenes and they're both running scared of their shadow and i don't i don't know what's going on and um i do need like going back to the presidential uh debates like we were talking about earlier i'm in need we need more answers we need more we need this fixed, you know, saying, oh, we need law and order. And oh, man, cops have such a hard job. Yeah, yeah, that's but it's and and that's absurd because it's just like if you were to have the fire department who's like, oh, man, you know, it's, it's so tough doing our job. Sometimes we just let the houses burn down because it's just oh, man, it's just it's it's, it's so stressful having this job. Just oh, man, we'll just let that one burn down. And then, you know, because we don't want to get hurt. That's what you fucking signed up for. And so you're signed up to serve and protect. You're not you're not signed up to just fucking shoot at will so i don't know i'm just kind of fucked up perplexed by this whole situation hopefully america we get this together and um i don't know man i just don't know now uh moving on to other top stories yo shouts out to the boy colin kaepernick who uh came in a season as a uh quarterback for the san francisco giants and um after also being on time magazine for uh this whole kneeling he's been uh kneeling during the um national anthem he's been pretty much uh, a focal point of um politics and what's going on in the world and um he had these thoughts on the presidential debate <laughs> I uh, watched a little bit of it. Um, you know, I, to me, it was embarrassing to watch that these are our two candidates. Um, both are proven liars, and, you know, it almost seems like they're trying to debate who's less racist. And, you know, at this point, uh, talking with one of my friends, it was, you have to pick the lesser of two evils, but in the end, it's still evil. Uh, you know, that's a very ignorant statement that, if you don't agree with what's going on here and that if you want justice and liberty and freedom for all that you should leave the country. Um, no, he always says make America great again. Well, America's never been great for people of color. And you know, that's something that needs to be addressed. Let's make America great for the first time. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Dropping hot bars. Yo, shout out to Colin Kaepernick who, um, 
my stance on Colin because um, I'm all for the um, I'm all for the protesting. Like some people are like, oh, you know, he shouldn't sit during this. Well, I'm sorry, because unfortunately, when it comes to protesting, no matter what you do, people are going to find a reason to complain. Um, you had these shootings are happening in certain areas and the people are going in those areas and they're protesting. And then in not all situations, in some situations you'll have, um, you'll have either some violence break out or you'll have some looting happen by some um, ignorant people who are at the protests and all that. And then all of a sudden it's like, see, well, that's why you shouldn't let them protest because you see they're just trying to get just trying to get wild. And just like while uh, those Charlotte, I think it was in Charlotte, uh, the protests that uh, got a little crazy while that was going on, there was also um, protests going on at the same time in North Carolina that you guys didn't hear about because it was peaceful. There was no violence. They only cover the situations when there's violence and when there's ignorance. They're only highlighting the bad part. That's unfortunately just how our news, how our news cycles work. But um, Colin Kaepernick seems like he came into this football season. It looks like he thought about this long and hard. It sounds like he has a good team around him that he's talking to and just trying to figure this whole thing out. And I appreciate what he's doing and what he's standing up for because um, at the end of the day, he is just an athlete. Um, he's not a role model. He's not supposed to be a role model. He's an athlete. You know, that's what he does is play sports. But he's stepping up in the role model role of saying, hey, I'm going to use this platform to I'm gonna use this platform to bring awareness to something that a lot of people may not quite understand why, you know, this side is upset about. And the more you keep bringing this up and the more we're talking about it, the the better chances we have, I th think, of uh, finally getting somewhere and getting some answers to what the fuck is going on in the world. And um, I think it's absurd when these people are saying, well, 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 if you don't like it, you should just go ahead and get out this country. Well, shouldn't all Trump supporters get out of this country then? Because aren't isn't the whole platform make America great again? Aren't they all saying America's not great right now? And no one's telling them to get out the country. Hmm, I wonder why. Maybe because they're Caucasian complaining about this country, so they're allowed to stay and say that. But if you're not Caucasian and you have a problem with America, you just need to get the fuck out because this is our place. Um, I just think it's absurd. And um, just going back to um, they're always going to complain no matter how you debate. You know, if we're in the streets marching, they're going to complain. If we're protesting outside of a uh, if, uh, you know, when they protest on the freeways, people are complaining. Colin Kaepernick is silently protesting. He's not saying anything. It's just during the game, during the national anthem, he's putting a knee down. Yo, I'm going to just go ahead and do this knee real quick. I'm not going to say anything else. And people are still getting upset about that. Um, we can go back to nine. 11 a lot of uh people use that as oh my god that, that was so disrespectful to the to the to the people who died in 9-11 a lot of those stadiums and i of course i don't have the numbers in front of me but a lot of those stadiums did a 9-11 memorial at first where from what i heard all athletes were standing and saluting and you know uh with the whole 9-11 ceremony then when it uh, went over to the national anthem that's when they were kneeling that's when they were protesting and um at the end of the day a protest isn't isn't created to make you feel comfortable it's to make you feel uncomfortable it's to make us sit down and have these conversations because you have situations where you have because and this isn't saying that uh white people are evil that you know you guys are fucking up everything but the one of my sayings i always say is that 
racism can't be stopped by those being oppressed. The, the can't be stopped by black people and by brown people. Racism needs to be stopped within the white community. It's non-racist white people. They need to talk to other racist white people and it's their job to stop racism because those racist white people don't give a fuck what us black and brown people are saying, but maybe they'll listen to someone else saying it. So if you have racist parents, if you will, and then you have a, uh, a white child in the house, it's more liberal. And let's say the, uh, the game is coming on, Colin Kaepernick is doing the knee and all that. And then you guys are sitting down for dinner that night. And, and, and the racist dad, hey, you know, this Colin Kaepernick guy, I can't stand him. He's doing all this and he's shitting on the veterans and all that. And then that's the time for then that Caucasian kid at that dinner table to be like, no, wait, dad, you're missing the whole point. This is what's going on. This is that this is what that's bringing to us. And so it's impossible, like I said, for us minorities to stop racism, no matter what we do. Hell, to be 100 percent honest and this is no fault of Barack's at all, but I would argue that things may have gotten a little rougher for black people in America after Obama became president because it was like, oh, there's a black president. There's nothing racist. Racism doesn't exist anymore. We have moved past racism. We could start killing niggas again. And long as we don't say the N word, we'll be OK. And then just remember, if you ever kill a black person, just say, hey, well, they use the N word and they're, they're thugs. And what about black on black violence? You know, black people kill blah, blah percent of other black people, even though Caucasians kill 82 percent other Caucasians. But we're not going to talk about that situation because Caucasians are not treated as a monolith. Now, um, another situation that actually happened, I just remembered right now, was uh, there was a school shooting recently Um what is this? Uh, oh, and actually, we just got a new report in right now. Looks like uh, as of yesterday, yes, yeah, South Carolina school shooting, six-year-old victim dies. Um, yeah, six-year-old boy who was wounded during a shooting at a South Carolina elementary school this week has died. His mother said um, Saturday, Jacob Paul was hit in the whatever artery and a massive blood loss led to a major brain injury. Um, you're dead to me. By God, you are my angel. And now as I lay and watch the life leave your body, it reminds me how honored I was to have you in my life. Um, yeah, the 14-year-old boy suspected of the shooting at Townville Elementary School was charged Friday with three counts of attempted murder. Uh, he was also charged with murder. You know, shouts out to this commercial playing in my ear right now. Um, bitch ass nigga. Um, yeah, so he was charged with murder in connection with the killing of his father at the family home. Uh, CNN is not naming the accused shooter because he's a minor. Um, but uh, it just goes back to, like I said, you know, black people are treated as a uh, um, as a monolith, but white people aren't. And we're just asking for things to be fair across the board. And if you have the stop and frisk situation where we're saying, oh, man, there's these there's this violence going on in the ghettos and we need to stop and frisk every, you know, body who looks like they may have, you know, maybe a threat. You know, we need to stop them. And oh, man, we can't let Muslims in this country because, you know, they might you know, we we could bring Syrian refugees, but they're like Skittles. What if three of them get over here and kill us? It's, it's just going to be dangerous. Well, at the same time, we can do all that if we start stopping and frisking every single Caucasian kid that walks into a school across America because the stats have shown white kids shoot up schools. There's no denying it. 
damn near over the majority i'm not going to give a percentage um but the majority of these school shootings are by caucasian kids but no one's scared of caucasian kids being in school and that's where the problem lies when something happens within the black community it's all of a sudden this is what all black people do you have some radical muslims um who then oh that's what all muslims are about so then let's keep it equal across the board and let's start patting down every single white kid that goes into these schools because they may be shooting some shit up because this isn't the first time a white kid has shot up a school and this damn sure isn't going to be the last hell this might not be the last shooting fucking this year um and so, yeah, so it just comes to, you know, if we're going to racially profile everyone else, we need to racially profile white people because we need to stop acting like they're not also committing crimes. And if you don't agree with that, you're probably racist. Just saying. Why, oh, why didn't I take the loot? Now, before we get out of here, I got to bless y'all with the gnosis. Got to bless y'all with the knowledge, you know, learn one, teach one, give a man a fish, he eats something i don't know teach him how to fish he's gonna be good all that shit however you want to put it and so um yeah i just want to spread some knowledge too uh one thing that i thought was fucking dope was shout out to looks like fizz.org um fossil evidence reveals that cancer in human goes back 1.7 million years holy hot damn so uh cancer is often viewed as a fundamental modern and monolithic disease uh many people think its rise and spread has been driven almost exclusively by the developed world's toxins and poisons by our bad eating habits lifestyles and the air we breathe you hear that all the time that um, you know, the jet fuel is giving us uh, cancer. The water, the water that we're drinking is giving us cancer. Uh, don't touch that swine. That swine's going to give you the give you the cancer. But um, it appears that, yeah, cancer is not a single disease. Um, it's also far from modern. New fossil evidence suggests that its origins lie deep in prehistory. Um, there were two papers in the South African Journal of Science that described the discovery and diagnosis of the earliest uh, benign tumor and earliest malignant cancer to affect the human family. Uh, tumors and cancers are collectively known as neoplastic diseases. Um, until now, the oldest evidence of neoplasia in the hominin fossil record dated back 120,000 years. It was found in a rib fragment of a Neanderthal from Krapnipa in uh, Croatia. But um, this discovery in two South African um, cave sites now has the definitive evidence of cancer and uh, human ancestors as far back as 1.7 million years ago. So, um, so yeah, so cancer isn't something brand new that's just killing us because of all the fuck shit. That doesn't mean that we don't need to correct all this fuck shit and get the fluoride out of the water and that we don't need to get the GMOs out of everything. But it does say that uh, cancer has been around for a long time killing us and we might still not quite have a, the answer of what exactly cancer is or why it's fucking us up the way it is. Or you may never know. It may be uh, Earth's way of balancing shit out. Um because uh, we some wild motherfuckers. And so maybe as we're killing the planet, the planet is hitting us back with cancer, saying, oh, we're going to kill you motherfuckers off because it's kill or be killed. 
I don't know, man. I'm just making shit up. But uh, finding any cancer or neoplastic disease in the archaeological record has always been a contentious issue. In 2010, two scientists published a study based on their analysis of Egyptian mummies. They found extremely low um, instances of benign tumors and an almost in, uh, complete absence of malignancy. They concluded there is nothing in the natural environment that can cause cancer, so it has to be a man-made disease down to pollution and changes to our diet and lifestyle but um yeah once again these findings proves that they are wrong and um so we still there's still so much of human history that we don't know that we may never know and we may never have the time to fucking figure out but um yeah so next time one of the uh, muslim brothers on the side trying to sell you a bean pie and tells you to stop eating that swine because it's giving you cancer let them know no cancer been popping cancer gonna stay popping cancer's probably gonna outlive us Let's just keep it 100. Uh, moving on to other fuck shit news and spreading the gnosis. Yo, DARPA, who, uh, DARPA, there's a lot of controversy and always has been around DARPA. Um, what is it? DARPA's official, yeah, Defense Agency Research Projects Agency. Um, I just want to bring up the Wikipedia on them real quick. Yeah, so the Defense uh, the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency is the agency of the U.S. Department of Defense responsible for the development of emergent technologies for use by the military. Um, it was created in 1958, and um, I'm trying to see, I'm trying to see if we had a list of like some of the controversies because I know one of the things that uh, it's scaring everybody with. Uh, fucking DARPA is that they're supposedly the group behind the weather control shit that they're working on a whole bunch of other stuff but um one thing is certain that uh we just found out is that DARPA wants to create a social super collider to help it understand humans um shouts out to netsgov.com who reports the Pentagon wants to fundamentally change how social science research is conducted the Defense Department uses principles of human behavior to make major decisions affecting national security, but social science is inherently limited, according to the Defense Advance or DARPA, mostly because social scientists rarely, if ever, have ground truth about actual causes of observed behaviors in the real world. To help mitigate those shortcomings, DARPA is gathering information on ways of potentially new technology that can access how closely social science research methods do represent the real world. Um, simulations for instance could be used to calibrate whether the in, uh, interferences about human behavior social scientists make when they're conducting an analyst um, are valid but specifically DARPA is looking for a super, uh, social super collider a system that could be a sort of test bed for research methods and tools possibly preventing decision makers from drawing conclusions about human behavior from fundamentally flawed studies without such a system decision makers can't fully understand Understand different research models, limitations in being able to correct, uh, correctly identify and characterize the causes. A successful social super collider might help scientists just determine whether their methods are powerful enough to understand complex human behavior. With such a system, they may also be able to test out whether their um, error. Um, inferences with human behavior are accurate with precision certainly almost never available in the real world effective test bed might also let scientists come up with totally new hybrid social science research methods by testing their precise um their precision virtually so yeah so they're just basically trying to um 
I don't know, figure out humans. And uh, if you have the social super collider, you could run uh, scenarios of how people would react. Um, just the first one that I could bring up off the top of my head, the first thing that came to mind is uh, you could run a um, social experiment of how would people react if we were to be like, oh, yeah, there's a comet heading for us or, oh, hey, alien life does exist. And then you can get an idea of how people would work and how people react to that. So then you can plan for real life situations like that um but darpa's scary man <laughs> i'm not gonna front i'm not gonna lie yo darpa's scary um anything that they the thing and the thing that's just kind of crazy with darpa is is the defense advanced research project and it's crazy that just some of the the weather shit that they're supposedly doing some of the social science um social experiments that they're doing it's just kind of scary it's scary to know um what they're doing and what they're trying to do and what they can do with this power. This could lead for all we know to another, um, or another shit was fictional. This could lead to a situation like, uh, what was the name of it? A uh, minority report where you could, uh, precog, you know, you could arrest people for, Oh, you may do this. You know, Oh, if you find out your wife's cheating, you just may kill her. Um, you may have a situation like that where people, in the future could get arrested for shit that they even do just because they have the capacity of doing it. And so, um, just kind of scary. Something to worry about, something to keep an eye on. And, uh, we'll see where DARPA goes from here. I guess I'm no expert. Now, before I get out of here, I got to keep the tradition alive. I got to keep it moving. Got to keep it grooving. I like to, uh, show love where love is, is, is needed. I like to, uh, uh, Hold, I like to, to 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 hold women up to a higher regard and show uh, dedications and love and all that to uh, the the women that make the world go around. And um, so I'm gonna dedicate this episode before I get out of here to uh, motherfucking Ember Moon, yo. Anybody who doesn't uh, know, I'm a big uh, pro wrestling fan, been fucking with it forever in a day. And um, WWE has their NXT developmental territory where they have a lot of uh, indie wrestlers come in they learn the wwe style um they figure out their characters they um grow a following a fan base within wwe with nxt and then they take that um that momentum they take that in-house um that in-house uh following i guess you can say and they move it up to the main roster and make some real money and um they recently, actually, the last takeover um, pay per view, um, a independent uh, female wrestler, uh, black woman who actually her real name is Adrian Reese. Uh, she wrestled for many years in the independent circuit under the name Athena, and she's now over in a WWE named Ember Moon. And uh, yo, she's motherfucking ill, yo. She can wrestle, and she got this cold ass uh, move off the top rope where it's basically like a like the Stone Cold Stunner, but she does like the the opponent is standing up with their back to her and she's standing on the top rope and then she does this like twisted midair and she catches them and comes down with a stunner it's just as cold as fucking shit i've ever seen but um shouts out to her man i want to see her grow and po- prosper uh me as a professional wrestling fan um the women's division man shouts out to the four horse women um they took women's wrestling to the nets level and me as a professional wrestling fan, I find myself uh, more engaged with the women than I am with the man right now because uh, 
just a lot of women working hard to show that they are as dope in the ring as uh, the men. And of course, you got an African American princess up here uh, trying to, you know, take the game over. I could do nothing but love and fucking respect that. So, uh, shouts out to Amber Moon. Uh, much luck to her. Uh, hopefully everything works out well in NXT and we get to see that motherfucking, I don't, I don't even think they have a name for that stunner that she's doing off the top rope, but, uh, whatever they call it, whatever they want to call it, I'm with it. Uh, free the flame. Shouts out to her. Much love and respect. And, um, yeah, dedications boy. So, uh, on that note, yo, thanks for tuning in. The I'm Black, He's Mexican podcast is not dead. It is still alive and not quite popping just yet. But uh, me and Papa, we're going to figure this shit out. Papa uh, has learned what it's uh, like to be a uh, man in a uh, relationship with kids and shit. And so his schedule's all kind of out of whack. Me with my health issues and with my family. time is just kind of hard to have two fucking working adult men get together at a certain time to be able to uh, link up and do shows and so in the meantime to keep y'all motherfuckers uh, to keep the momentum going to make sure y'all motherfuckers don't forget who uh, who we are who I am um, I'm gonna hit y'all with some of this uh, different state of black shit um, as often as I can um, this is brand new just starting so uh, there's no individual podcast feed yet everything will still be streaming through the On Black is Mexican podcast stream until further notice. Um, but in the meantime, uh, let me know what you think. Um, suggestions, articles, anything you want to hear me talk about in particular, you could email them over at Arizonaverse at gmail.com. Uh, make sure you follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Arizonaverse. Uh, I'm not on Twitter as much as I should be, and I think a lot of it is because, you know, I am a black introvert, and Twitter is like a chat room, and I don't know how to really... Hey guys, do you want to talk to me? So maybe if I get more followers, more people engaging me, maybe I'll feel more comfortable to come out of my cocoon and start, uh, you know, break out them Twitter fingers because, uh, you know, if Meek Mill retired, somebody got to pick up them Twitter fingers. Uh, make sure you do fuck with me on my most active social media, uh, my blog over on Tumblr, and that's a different set of black.tumblr.com. Um, make sure to check out this podcast um, also on Tumblr. It'll be at adsob.tumblr.com. That's A-D-S-O-B.tumblr.com. A-D-S-O-B ad sob is a different state of black short in case you guys didn't catch that um, I'll be having all the audio videos articles everything that I can uh, show related I'll post over there so make sure y'all check that out fucks with me over there and um, yeah and just do that and uh, before I get out of here once again uh, there's some rules to this game we call life and we must never forget the laws of the land the laws of the world as I know them is know thyself do unto others as you will have them do unto you dharma is the law of the land karma is the law of the soul do what thy will that shall be the whole of the law and um I guess until next time spread the gnosis from one all remember the revolution will not be televised peace and one love <gasps> whoa uh-huh honey Keep
clean, man, I'm changing, but you're tripping. Kicking that stupid shit so long, I start feeling dumb when I listen. I had to get out that position. I ain't got nothing but real shit on my mind And you're just fishing You're diluting your purpose the more you mixing This won't always be complaining Just work hard through the pitching Lie right in your eye with a smirk It support the vision Collision And the system is designed to keep your mind in the prison You look a while, you find the wisdom It's not in the media Infatuation with the television Where's the love? You done left all your principles in the club Like hitting you several times Guess it's hard to feel but pinch through the drugs Is the exception for a thug? Caught in the trap of the creation, perfect morning in the patch in the slug. Most of them sinking, trying to make it out the mud. Duck in trouble 24 7, and their only vacation is duck fake love. Gossip and hate, that's all they giving. Gotta make it out this motherfucking maze, cause that ain't living. Ain't no names out, anybody's for picking. Don't get caught up on the same route, running your mouth and out here slipping. The ghetto talking, you don't listen. Get your act together, or just be somebody niggas missing. Here's the making the transition. Money over everything, you see the vision, so we're praying on your downfall like it works. Get in the core, convert the energy before I write the verse. Thinking of ways to shade a nigga, spite rehearse. What is you waiting for? You find out hard to cross me, ice at first. I've been going so long, look back, I see dust. Went to the trust, band from the circle here forever. Last time you be discussed. In this paper chase, you won't pass mine. Dying the rush, turned on a lineage you link to. But your family members lie in disgust. Should have been bowling, but your team jumping. Put in the category of niggas that check for you when you need something. Looking out for your broke ego, your greed drunken. Don't nobody want you around, really. Relieve from it, let it slide, it gets worse, call him out on the shitty, sorry, usually it's click first, won't be joining your pity party, patience can't be found now, pushed it up to the limit probably, waiting in the wing still, shaky moving, forgiving Harley, fake love, gossip and hate, that's all they giving, gotta make it out this motherfucking maze, cause that ain't living, ain't no names out, anybody's for picking, don't get caught up on the same route, running your mouth and out here slipping, the ghetto talking, you don't listen, you don't listen, nah, get your head together, or just be somebody niggas missing, here's the making the transition, Money over everything you see that way. They have voices in my head. That's cool, cause the boys still here well fed. That's true. Meaning since truth's all that I have, gotta carry that. When nothing you propose or alter it, gotta marry that. How we interpret that merge is all relative. I stand behind every word, we all relatives. Less made men over a decade in. I'm from the days when little niggas got their chest caved in. See, I left home with sleeping in parks, was like a melting pot. Ain't DMX, it was dark, baby, and hell is hot. Black MPV was parked, used to yelling, I drive by, circle the block, check if he fell or not. Full of smokers in my polo pullover. The day a nigga scared to be dolo and pulled over. Go rat tat 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 tat. Since I remember it all, I'm wanting the flashback. Rest in peace, Grandpa. I see him tilting his flashback. Our time's kinda the same. It's tough to grasp that. No code of honor in a conduct. Alarming because seeing grieving Mama somber. Even Dalai Lama was music was my escape. I was still naive. It was beautiful when it's made crucial to how we behave. Just like concussion, it's brutal the way we slave. They don't tutor you to what it'll do to you at the stage. Listen, fact sharing. Seen no matter the scenes between a rock and a hard place is a bad parent. I'm paranoid, play me by a couple feet and shit. Getting money is easy, the struggle's keeping it. To all the hustlers in the world, whatever your muse is, hustling music, the hustling excuses live. Something too small, they can't vision it. Don't even bother hitting my line, I'm transitioning. Fake love, gossip, and hate, that's all they're giving. Let me get out this motherfucking maze, cause that ain't living. No names out, anybody's for picking. Don't get caught up on the same route, running your mouth and out here slipping. The ghetto talking, you don't listen. Get your act together, or just be somebody niggas missing. Here's the making the transition. 
money over everything. You see the vision. Everything to prepare you for the debates, ma'am. Just try and stay focused no matter what your opponent says. Don't let him rattle you. He's going to do whatever he can to try and mess with your head. Don't buy into it. Whatever he says, just respond with, My opponent is a liar and he cannot be trusted. Got it. Decision 2016. The first presidential debate with moderator Lester Holt. Okay, let's get right into it. Our first question is for you, sir. How will you deal with ground troops in Syria? Everyone, I need to just speak from the heart here. Uh, I don't know what the f*** I'm doing. I've got to come clean. I, I had no idea I would get this far, but the fact of the matter is, I should not be president. Okay, I will f*** this country up beyond repair. I'm a sick, angry little man. Please, if you care at all about the future of our country, vote for her, okay? She's the one who at least has some experience. She, she's not as bad as you think, I promise. And unlike me, she's actually capable of running this country. My opponent is a liar and he cannot be trusted. No! Oh my god, she is such a turd sandwich. What he is saying is simply not true. Do not believe it. I am giving you this, lady. I am giving you this. What the f*** are you doing? Okay, look, look, just vote for her. She, she knows politics. She really wants to put this country first. My opponent is a liar. Would you just please shut and up? And he cannot be... Get out of your own way. Cannot be trusted. <sighs> okay, okay, look. She doesn't mean what she's saying. She just doesn't know how to take this because it's very weird and her advisor's probably... My opponent is a liar and cannot be trusted. Oh, f Why the f*** did it have to be her? I am so f***. Uh-huh, honey. <laughs> 